Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke, and this is going to be a really quick show. It is just a recap Monday. There's nothing too exciting today or really this week. So for this week's set of shows, I'm only doing a show episode today, Wednesday and Friday. For today, it's just going to be a short recap Monday, recap the NASCAR stuff, give you the game picks for tonight in the NBA and the NHL, and then give you my thoughts on the Elite Eight, although I didn't watch Sunday's games, but I had to quick watch them before I uh, went to bed last night. Turned out, you know, and I'm going to jump right into it with the recap of the Elite Eight. It is now set. As far as the tournament, now there is only four. You got Duke and North Carolina. You got Kansas and Villanova. If I had to get my pick right now, I'm not going to finalize them until Friday. But if I had to give them right now, it'd be Villanova and North Carolina in the Final Four. As much as I like Coach K, his legacy will be untouched. However, it's just North Carolina right now, as far as the Final Four, they are the hottest team remaining in the tournament, meaning they just straight up owned St. Peter's 169-49. They have a lot of size. Those same guys, Brady Manick and Baycott, they can shoot. Caleb Love is on a different level right now for the Tar Heels. That's why I'm taking North Carolina right now. Now, if some things were to change, like somebody would get injured in practice or something, then maybe I'd have Duke. But if right now, preliminary-wise... I got North Carolina and then Villanova and Kansas. It's the same scenario again for Villanova. I went against them last time because I had Houston. I thought, okay, their tremendous ability to have offensive rebounds, tremendous ability to keep possessions alive could give them a chance, and it almost did. But I'm going to go this time right now. I'm going to go with Villanova. Again, I don't make the final pick until Friday. But right now, I got Villanova and North Carolina. A rematch of the 2016 final back in San Antonio. Well, now New Orleans gets a rematch. I'm thinking that's where it is right now based on what I saw this weekend. It's just North Carolina, Villanova, too good, too quick. And... It might actually be a really fun national title game to watch, but that we won't know until Saturday, and the pick won't be final until Friday, but that is my take after watching the Elite Eight uh, action. As far as the NASCAR recap, it went fine. Your boy's still over six, so I haven't won anything, but now NASCAR's got six different winners, which right now fills up the playoff field to six winning drivers. Is it going to get to where there there are more than 16 winners? I still don't think so. But as far as the racing goes, yeah, it was okay. Coda actually, you know, they when they actually do race this thing on a road course and it's nice and dry, it actually turned out to be really good racing. Eh, average in the middle, but that's, that's normal NASCAR racing. So nothing changed there. And your boy's up for six, but... That's the recap for the weekend. Now let's just get to the game picks and then the headlines for today. 
Let's do the game picks in the NBA. Let's start there. Just got to open up the app, of course. Let's do that. Do, 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 do. Let's get into the NBA. Let's do them first. Alrighty, so the winners for today's games, I will take the Nuggets over the Hornets, the Cavs over the Magic, the Hawks over the Pacers, the Heat over the Kings, the Bulls over the Knicks, the Celtics over the Raptors, the Spurs over the Rockets, the Warriors over the Grizzlies, the Thunder over the Trailblazers, Wow, that's it, okay. So the Thunder over the Trailblazers is the last game for today. So again, for my NBA fans, the winners today are the Thunder, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Knicks, or not the Knicks, the Celtics over the Raptors, the Bulls over the Knicks, the Heat over the Kings, the Hawks over the Pacers, and the Nuggets over the Hornets. Those are your winners in the NBA for today. Let's go to the NHL game picks and then... I'll wrap it up with the headlines, and then I'll be out of here. I told you it's going to be quick, but here we go. For the NHL picks for today, I'm going to go with the Hurricanes over the Capitals, the Blues over the Canucks, the Blackhawks over the Sabres, the Oilers over the Coyotes, and the Kings over the Kraken. So again, the winners in the NHL to wrap up the game pick segment I'm going to go with the Kings over the Kraken, the Oilers over the Coyotes, the Black, the Sabres over the Blackhawks, the Blues over the Capitals, and the Hurricanes. Or no, the, yeah, the Blues over the Canucks, and the Hurricanes over the Capitals. Those are your winners in the NHL for today. Now I'm going to wrap up this show, see if there are any special headlines. And then if not, I'm going to be out of here quick. And I will see you guys Wednesday. But let's take a quick look. Okay, so let's just check out the first top headline on the ESPN app. Uh, all 32 teams will hire minority offensive assistant coach for the 2022 season. Part of a series of policy enhancements announced Monday to address the league's ongoing diversity efforts. So, of course, the NFL now is requiring all teams... Just on that paragraph alone, the NFL is now requiring all teams to have a token minority head coach. Now, there's nothing there's nothing diverse about that whatsoever. That's basically a mandatory to say you must do this. So that's it's not exactly diverse, and you're not actually hiring them based on their qualifications. But we're going to go ahead and read a little further. Uh, the coach can be a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority, according to the policy. Uh, the NFL owners during their annual meeting and will be paid from a league-wide fund. The coach must work closely with the head coach and the offensive staff with the goal of increasing minority participation in the pool of the offensive coaches that eventually produces the most sought-after candidate for head coaching positions. Right. Nothing, nothing actually based on the qualifications. We're just going to force you to hire an assistant 
in hopes that maybe one day the minorities will actually have their chance of being a head coach, even though you, you know, that person may not be the most qualified person in the room. This is just the NFL's version of affirmative action, but nobody's ever going to say that. So let's read a little bit further and I'll be out here. It's a recognition that at this moment, when you look at stepping stones for head coach, they are the coordinator positions, uh, the chairman of the NFL Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Oh, of course they do. We clearly have a trend where coaches are coming from the offensive side of the ball in recent years, and we clearly do not have as many minorities on the off as in the offensive coordinator positions. Some teams already have a coach or coaches in similar assistant roles, which will count towards the program. Oh, boy. So the NFL in plain English, again, you can read this on the ESPN app, but the NFL basically now has affirmative action. They just won't call it that. So good luck on that. Let's see what else is there. Uh, the 49ers still, you know, we've all thought Jimmy G would be gone by now. But John Lynch is saying, no, no, we're not going to, we have no plans on releasing Jimmy Garoppolo, which basically tells me, okay, um, Trey Lance ain't ready. He's not the guy, at least not yet. And the players love Jimmy G. And Jimmy G, as long as you, my only thing with Jimmy G is this, and I don't hate him at all. I think he's a great he is a good quarterback. He can be a franchise guy. My problem is with the Shanahan system, that West Coast system where you're doing bootlegs and play actions and you rely on zone running stuff. My problem with that is it puts a huge leash on a quarterback. Now if you're smart enough, now if you're smart enough to do it, yeah, you can run that offense perfectly. And Jimmy G is smart enough, but he loves to take a lot of risks. In my opinion, he's the comparison of... I compare him to Jameis Winston because that's what he is. He is a risk taker because, okay, he'll make some throws where you're like, wait, why'd you do that? And in that system, you're kind of hampered with, you must do it this way or else. Well... If you let him go, maybe Jimmy G would be a superstar. And we wouldn't have this problem. You know, we wouldn't have Jimmy G on the trading market. We wouldn't have John Lynch coming out and saying, oh yeah, we're not going to trade him. Well, then let him be the guy. You shouldn't have drafted Trey Lance in the first place, but let him be the guy. Alright? It's that simple, Johnny. Alright. Let me see where I'm at. Okay, 11 minutes. Let's see one more headline, see if there's anything. Uh, the pool, Albert Pujols will make 2022 his final season, and he'll do it in St. Louis. So the Cardinals are going to give him one last ride, and good luck to you, future Hall of Famer. And hopefully he'll get, you know, especially with the Universal DH now being in the National League now, He'll get some at-bats. Hopefully he'll hit at least 225, maybe 230. And he'll be a solid player for the Cardinals, who still to this day, I still think will win the NL Central. So 
good luck. Hopefully he plays a vital role and the Cardinals will compete for a championship. But those, let me see what else. And then if there's not, then I'm out of here. Uh, okay. No. Okay, cool. Then I'm out of here. I mean, there's one where Mike Tomlin is talking about the OT rules and he doesn't fear the sun death. Used it as a joke or something, but, you know, considering that they're voting on these, you know, when it actually happens, I'll bust, I'll bust out my opinion for you, but right now, I'm not. So with that being said, I'm going to log off now. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. If you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, Hey Alexa, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Amazon Music. You can also do it on a Google Chromecast device as well. Just say, OK Google, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Google Podcasts or Amazon, whichever one you prefer. But you can do that there. You can follow the show on social media. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Give it a like, give it a follow, and you'll have the audio and video portions of the show. You can also follow this show's social media using the hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. Again, that is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow me directly on Instagram at Austi Spamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. You can watch this show on you can watch the Austin's Audit podcast on Rumble. Just search for my page name at A D Gerke. Again, that is A D Gerke. That is A D G E H R K E. Again, that is A D G as in girl E H R K E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have all. I believe this is episode three hundred and fifty-two. So again, you can click to episode, you click subscribe, you'll have all 352 episodes on Rumble. Again, that's A-D-Gerke, A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. And for post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Again, for post-show interaction, that is at Austin underscore Gerke for post-show interaction. Alrighty, guys, I'm going to log off. I will see you guys Wednesday for Headline Wednesday. Until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you Wednesday.